Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tornado Nation Radio. This is Coach Siri. Welcome back, everyone. Last episode, we spoke to Athletic Director John Valenti. In this episode, we're going to have Harborfields High School school psychologist Dr. Harris joining us in a few moments. But first, a quick overview of what we discussed last episode in case you missed it. Last episode, the real theme of what we were talking about is not using this as a period of time that we're all going through as an excuse or a false opportunity to let yourself go and to try to remain to stay positive. And when we say letting yourself go, we spoke about uh, the various aspects of ourselves as a whole, the physical, the mental, and the social, physically trying to establish uh, something that you do every day. My recommendation would be to record it down and to track it, to keep yourself accountable to your physical activity, and to actually use this as a time to get in better shape. Um, people kind of get down on themselves and, and they focus on things that they are unable to do when I think we need to shift our focus on, well, what are some things that I can do to help get myself in a better physical state uh, as we navigate through these uncharted waters. Mentally, I think it's important to uh, be mindful of your thoughts. We've talked about being mindful and being present in uh, the present moment and redirecting them in a positive direction when it is needed. When you focus on what you can control, your mind innately thinks less about what you cannot control. This doesn't happen overnight. This is a process that requires patience and habitual checking in with yourself. But being aware of your thoughts and redirecting them when needed and when appropriate to a more positive direction and being cognizant of that is, is incredibly important. And the social emotional aspect of things, reaching out to people, using this as an opportunity not to isolate yourself and, and wrap yourself in a cocoon from the world, but to reach out to people as much as you can, people, uh, relatives, friends, uh, FaceTiming. There's a lot, a lot of different platforms out there for you to reach out to people. Last night I actually had a family dinner with my cousins, aunts, parents, uh, siblings, and it was wonderful. Um, so I think that social-emotional piece, just seeing people's faces and interacting, is extremely important as well. Today, this episode, we're going to give you a very important, very, very important piece of advice. You ready for it? Make your bed. If you haven't done so already today, make your bed. I know it sounds kind of silly and a little, maybe a little trivial and small, but there's a lot of psychological... Um, positives that come from getting up and completing the first task of the day, even if it is one rather small and, and relatively insignificant as making your bed. When you accomplish this first small task of the day, it just encourages you to hopefully do another task, maybe like showering or getting out of your pajamas. And these are small, private, personal victories that we need to focus on and compile throughout the day, um, especially during these times. When Dr. Harris comes on in a moment, uh, I know he's gonna, he wants to focus on establishing and creating and maintaining a schedule for ourselves, and that is very, very, very important. And I know this making your bed thing, there's a speech by uh, General William McRaven, who's a Navy SEAL officer, decorated as a popular speech in a book that I love. Um, and he spoke about 
and he talks about making your bed and the importance of it and the psychological importance of it. Uh, maybe later in the day, you might be a little bored or down on yourself. If you see your bed made, it's something that you accomplished and it, it might innately and subconsciously spark you to do something uh, more and better and compound that and continue that. So that's important is maintaining and creating a schedule for yourself during these times especially and making your bed is the first thing you should absolutely do the moment you wake up every single day to establish a sense of normalcy and to keep yourself moving in a positive direction. So that's what we wanted to open up with today with our episode. Coming up next, we're going to have Dr. Harris, school psychologist of Harborfields High School, providing some vitamins for the spirit and some words of advice to help us all collectively get through this time together. Right back after this. And we are back. We are here with school psychologist Dr. Brian Harris, and he is here to share some words of advice and some insight how we could all navigate through this period of time together. So first and foremost, Dr. Harris, how are you and your family holding up during this time? Well, thanks, Mr. Siri, for having me on, and uh, thank you again. We are doing well, I guess as well as everybody else, with trying to manage uh, all the different schedules from home, uh, computer use, bandwidth, capability, and all of that other kind of stuff. So, But we're all doing well, but uh, thankful to be with one another. Thank you. Yeah, good. I'm glad to hear that you and your family are all, are all doing well. And uh, the first question we want to get into is last episode we spoke about this as a period of time. Uh, not, that we're all going through, to not to use this as an excuse or a false opportunity to essentially let yourself go, uh, the physical, the mental, the social, emotional. What can you provide, what information can you provide to the HF community, how to maintain our physical, our mental, and our social, emotional health during this time? I guess if you, as you had talked about in the past um, episode, one of the best ways really to... Um, be preventative and also restorative in terms of your emotional well-being is to kind of maintain a sense of the control over the things that you have in life. And one of the, you know, aspects that we have lost in this situation is the sense of control over things that we previously did. And so one of the ways to sort of draw back some of the control that we do have is to kind of remind ourselves that we have power over determining how we spend our time. And so I've been talking to a lot of students about trying to keep a general schedule. And I know as soon as I say schedule, everybody says, oh, I don't want to do that. That's boring. Or I'm okay, you know, that kind of stuff. But really, a schedule is similar to a budget. It just helps us to create goals of how we want to spend our time and to what things we want to give our time attention to. So as you had talked about in the previous episode, one of the things that you had mentioned was getting up and making your bed, which I think is a great example of a small victory or something that you can do to sort of add to your daily routine. Now, whether you actually write this out or just have a routine in your mind, but I think it's important to get up. Like, let's suppose you create 
a Monday through Friday kind of like work or school week schedule where you get up at a certain time and you go to bed at a certain time. Now, the beauty of this is you get to pick what time you want to get up. You don't have to necessarily be ready to rock at, uh, you know, 6 a.m. or uh, be at first period on time at 7, you know, 40. Um, you get to choose what time you want to get up. You also get to choose, you know, what time you want to go to bed. And in between, you also get to choose what are the things that you'd like to accomplish, you know, during the day. And um, so, you know, I think it's important to, you know, to sort of balance, you know, your time in terms of activities that are sitting as opposed to activities that you are actually getting up and doing something. And so I'm sure Mr. Siri would agree with me that some degree of exercise and movement is important throughout the day. And I think to make your schedule interesting, you would want to intersperse um, you know, a quiet sitting activity with something where you're getting up and actually moving around. Absolutely. I, I love it. And I love the, the point you brought up, brought up about budgeting your time. Really, time for all humans is our most valuable commodity. Uh, we don't know how much of it we have, and now we have an ample amount of it, seemingly. So uh, what we do at that time, as you highlighted uh, greatly, was – it's up to us, and it's up to us. And and as far as the the physical stuff, you know, I love that stuff. And and in the opening segment, I recommended that people write down and track their physical progress to hold themselves accountable. Uh, today we rode bikes for thirty minutes, or today I I sat in silence and and focused on my breathing for twenty five minutes. Whatever it is that you're doing, I also think it's important to track it and to monitor it to kind of hold yourself accountable as well. But yeah, that that's super important and I'm glad you brought that up, Dr. Harris. Yeah, and so in addition to those things, I mean you and, and your schedule kind of works similar to that accountability system in so far as, you know, um, setting time aside for some academic suits as opposed to, you know, even in this time where our social contact is limited, it's interesting, this generation is experts in having social contact without actually being in the same room with people. Absolutely. So, you know, make sure you're reaching out socially and making connections, checking in with people that you know that may be isolated, whether it be family members or friends, could be a very gratifying experience as well, just to say, hey, how you doing? I was thinking about you. Um, maybe rather than just doing an electronic, you know, message, but actually calling them and, you know, having a conversation over the phone can help feel connected too. I agree. I think that's really important for that whole social emotional piece. I know that I've tried to make a concerted effort to reach out to aunts. I have a great aunt that's kind of elderly. I always try to check in with her. And I spoke about in the intro also last night, I organized a quote unquote family gathering or meeting and there was about almost a dozen of us and we just all kind of hung out and spoke from like seven o'clock to seven forty or whatever. And it was really nice just to see everybody's face and, and to maintain that social emotional connection with people because that's one thing that we don't want uh, to get away from us during this period of isolation. Yeah, that's correct. And I, and I really think that that's a creative way of doing it. I mean, you know, we don't think of often uh, connecting with our families in those ways, but, you know, I think family is important to connect with and, to, you know, add that to your calendar. Like if you had, you know, a schedule and you're creating goals for the day, you know, there would be nothing wrong with, you know, putting some of those types of activities 
involved in your calendar. It may not be reoccurring every day or every week, but at least periodically to kind of maintain that sense of connection. I love it. I love charting uh, your progress in the three aspects of our overall wellness, of our uh, physical, our mental, and our social-emotional. Today, I went for a 30-minute run. Today, um, I, I said, like, like we said, tracking your progress today, I called an aunt or I had a, a Zoom meeting with, with family members. I, do, I think it's important, and I'm glad you brought that up, to just kind of track that and to monitor that and to keep that, to keep that rolling. Um, Dr. Harris, awesome, awesome stuff. Is there anything that you'd like to a message, a final message you'd like to get out there to the HF community just to kind of hold on to and, and, and come back to? Is there any, any final words of wisdom you'd like to leave everybody with? Yeah, I'd say that uh, in a time when we're living together in maybe ways that we haven't in a while, where more families are home together, um, I would say exercise as much as you can forgiveness and gratitude, you know, especially for the ones that you're living with. And when you're able to forgive people, forgiveness is kind of this widely unknown concept where we're, you know, letting people off the hook without responsibility. And that's not necessarily the truth. The truth is, is that when we forgive somebody, we're giving up our being angry about something and uh, holding on emotionally that can be toxic to us. Um, it's not an expression of saying that what somebody did was okay. It's just that you are no longer going to be angry about it. Um, and also gratitude is also shown, interestingly, to be a very positive influence in your emotional well-being and being thankful for, again, the things that you have, um, you know, maybe like meals on the table or the fact that you actually had a chance to, you know, watch a movie today or that you have a roof over your head but small blessings and more importantly the people that you live with and if you're able to forgive people um, that you live with you'll have a little more you know happiness in terms of your family life and 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 to be thankful also are two really important components to maintaining a sense of, of you know emotional well-being and if you're not sure about that, I will, the next time I'm on, I'll give you some research references that will support both of those things. But I would encourage you to, uh, to practice both of those things in your family lives. I love it. I love it. Forgiveness and gratitude. Forgiveness. We're all stuck in the same household with, with our family. Maybe some people are getting on certain, certain people's nerves. We got to have forgiveness and patience and, and gratitude for what we do have. Of course, we're not in the greatest time collectively as a society, but um, there is so, so, so much for us to be great, uh, thankful for and grateful for. And, and Dr. Harris, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, today. It means really a lot to us. Um, and, and take care of your family and be well. It's my pleasure, and thank you so much for having me. All right, everybody, that does it for episode number two. Remember, always try to find the good in goodbye. Hang in there, everybody. We'll see you next time.